Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. there and welcome to episode 58 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm so glad you're joining me today. A couple weeks ago, my husband went outside to the yard to do a little yard work. In fact, he thought it would be a very small thing. He said to me, when are we eating dinner? And I said, about five minutes. He said, this job will only take about five minutes. He had one little piece of the yard, maybe six inches big, that was growing nothing. All last summer, he would put a little seed down and nothing would happen. He would water it. Nothing would happen. And he finally decided that he needed to just dig it up and see if there were some stones there. It needed a little soil. What did it need? About 30 minutes later, he was finally finished digging up a large rock that was sitting under the surface about two feet by maybe a foot and a half. All this time, we thought this little six-inch piece of dirt was not growing anything because, well, there was a little problem. And yet, underneath the soil, there was a big problem. An obstacle stood in the way. Isn't that just like us in our spiritual lives? We struggle with Things that are lying underneath the surface that prevent us from growing. I'm going to share with you some of the points from the message that I delivered this weekend at Jersey Church here in Pataskala, Ohio, not far from where I live. And this passage focus is Colossians 2, 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. It can seem very easy to get caught up in what I call Christian ease, terms that we may not have dissected and really understand. What does it mean to really live in Christ? Well, I believe it means to make him a part of everything I do, whether it's writing, speaking, marketing, writing emails, dishes, laundry, making coffee, everything I do, I want to live in Christ. It's to make him a part of everything that we do. And then secondly, I think it means to mirror him so that my life looks like his. This would include all the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness. We want our lives to look like Jesus. And then besides making him a part of everything and mirroring him, it means we want to magnify his name. That's what living in Christ looks like, to praise him, to worship him, to thank him, and continuously do those things. And then it also means to multiply his kingdom, to tell others about him, to share our stories because it's his story, and to share the gospel. Colossians 2, 6, and 7 says, So then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. 
This is what it means to live like Christ. It sounds pretty easy, right? Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and owing, overflowing with thankfulness. But what prevents us from doing this? Well, just like the rock that my husband dug up, there are many things that can prevent us from living out our lives in Christ. I wanted to review just a few of these things. Now, I'm warning you, these are not fluffy. (laughs) Oh my, these are not fluffy. These are the things that really prevent us from growing our relationship with the Lord. And it can be difficult to root around these rocks. Well, let's take a look for a moment. I think one of the first obstacles that block our way into really growing strong roots in the Lord is a lack of commitment. Because building roots, living in Christ, requires time, effort, and commitment. And if we're not committed to a certain goal or endeavor, we may not put in the necessary work to establish those strong roots. Whether it's prayer, Bible reading, Bible study, serving, church attendance, small group attendance. When we have a lack of commitment, we can't expect roots to grow. We can't anticipate that relationships will sprout and flourish when we're not committed. Being committed and wholeheartedly devoted is one of the first ways the enemy tries to prevent our deep roots. He'll say, you don't need to attend this service. You don't you can miss this one Bible study and that lack of commitment furrows in and it separates us from being able to get those roots deep down into following Christ into living in Christ into being built up in Christ besides a lack of commitment the next thing I think that other little rock <laughs> two-foot rock that keeps us from growing strong roots in Christ and living in him is that fear of failure Fear can hold us back from taking risks and trying new things. And when we're afraid to take risks and make mistakes, we won't be able to build roots. Fear of failure is something that prevents us from serving at church or filling in for a leader or writing up an article. It can be anything, really, that Satan uses to tempt us to say, well, I'm just not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I can't do these things. I'm afraid to take the risk. And so this fear prevents us from growing deep roots, especially the fear of failure. We've examined some of the obstacles that prevent us from growing those deep roots in Christ. One of them was a lack of commitment. The other, a fear of failure. We'll tackle a couple more of these issues as soon as we come back after a brief word from our sponsor. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
chapters. Thanks so much for listening into that message. And now we're going to continue with these issues that prevent us from growing deep roots. These are the rocks that lie under the surface and keep us from living in Christ, from growing in Christ, from being built up in Christ. After a lack of commitment and a fear of failure, I think some of the time, one of the big issues lying under the surface that prevents us from growing deep roots is a lack of focus. If we are easily distracted away from our spiritual lives, away from God's word, away from the Lord, or we lack focus and intentionality, we may struggle to build roots in any area. It's important to prioritize and focus on our energy, on what really matters the most to us. And so this priority means that we've got to keep God's word at the forefront of our lives. We've got to keep prayer at the priority it deserves. Another one of the things that really prevents us from growing deep roots is inconsistency. It would seem that this is the same as a lack of commitment, but I would say that it's not because a lack of commitment means that we just struggle with even wanting to be committed, wanting to be faithful. Inconsistency, sometimes we do want to be faithful, we want to be committed, but we allow obstacles to prevent us from doing it. Building roots requires consistency and repetition. And if we're not consistent in our efforts, whether it's Bible reading or prayer or attending church, volunteering, serving, if we're not consistent, then we may struggle to establish that strong foundation. And then the last issue, although there are probably many more, but I just wanted to dig into this issue of a lack of self-discipline. Building roots require self-discipline, and that usually is tied to the ability to delay gratification. We often want instantaneous roots, right? If we lack self-discipline, we may struggle to put in the necessary work to establish strong roots. Relationships do not happen overnight, whether that's a relationship with the Lord or a relationship with other believers. There is a growth process. Even when we've invited Christ into our hearts, our lives must grow with His right? Our lives with other people in our church, our community, our small groups, our Bible study groups, our lives must grow and they must grow together. Our roots have to go deep. And so if we struggle with self-discipline, we may not put in the necessary work. We may feel like "Mm, it's just not worth it. But I want to encourage you back to our scripture today. It says, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. What does it mean to really be rooted in him? I think there are three pieces to being rooted in Christ. The first one is our identity. We have to know who we are, that we are a son or daughter of the king. Our creator made us in his image and in his likeness. And that is who we are. There is no changing that. And then how we perceive ourselves is the next part. God has created us as our identity. But how we perceive ourselves is sometimes where we get tripped up in being rooted in Christ. And we have to understand how to think of ourselves. 
I wrote this poem several years ago. You are a child of the Most High God. I hope it's a great reminder for some of you today. You are a child of the Most High God. There is only one of you in the whole wide world. You are a unique creation. And only you can do the job God has for you. His plan for you is far greater than anything you can imagine. His love for you exceeds your comprehension. His strength is more than enough for your weakness. Through him, you can do anything. Anything? Yes, anything he gives you to do. There is nothing that he cannot handle. Your burdens are his. So take them to him and leave them there. All the while recognizing that you are a child of the Most High God. And I think this poem addresses exactly how we are to perceive ourselves, how we are to think of ourselves. And it can be a struggle, but that is how we can be rooted in Him. I think the third issue, besides our identity and besides our self-perception, the other issue that plays into our understanding of how to be rooted in Christ is our perspective of the world, our world perspective. We have to stand firmly on how we perceive the world around us and align our point of view with God's word. So we've talked about what it means to live our life in Christ and to be rooted in him. But what does it mean to be built up in him? I think building up requires intentionality and specificity. So would you ever build a house without blueprints? No, because no one wants a toilet in the kitchen, right? (laughs) There are ways to be intentional about building ourselves up in the Lord. And I think that that means setting a time, setting a time and using spiritual habit stacking. I've talked about spiritual habit stacking before on the podcast, but just in case you didn't hear that, I'll briefly explain again. Spiritual habit stacking means to take one thing that you're already doing every day, all the time, and attach spiritual disciplines to it, and then to continually add to that process. So here's an example of what spiritual habit stacking could look like. When I'm in the kitchen working, I will wash my hands many times throughout the process of preparing food, right? All of us wash our hands frequently throughout the day. I try to make it a habit whenever I wash my hands to ask the Lord to forgive me, to give anything to him that I have done that I know does not align with him, whether it was yelling at the kids or um, saying something on the phone that maybe wasn't kind. Whatever it is, I consistently try to give as I'm washing my hands my sins over to the Lord and ask him to forgive me. Then what happens as I turn to the pantry, there's a sign over my pantry that says thankful. And so I move my heart spiritually through the physical process. I wash my hands and I spiritually ask Jesus to wash me clean once again and wash my heart clean. But then as I move to the pantry and I see the sign over it that says thankful, I go then to a praise mode and I say, thank you, Lord for food that we have to eat. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for taking care of us. Sometimes this can be challenging when things are not going our way, when we have obstacles that are lying in the way. But when we use spiritual habit stacking and we become intentional in our praise 
and thanksgiving, I believe that we echo Paul where he says that he has learned to be content in whatever state he is. This intentionality is a way that we build up ourselves in Christ. And then being specific means maybe for you, it's start a prayer journal, make a book list, find a daily Bible verse app that you'll use and love. Use a free Bible reading plan printable like I offer each month at rachelwojo.com. This month, we're talking about perfect peace and planting our eyes on Jesus. How do we truly become fixed on Jesus and build ourselves up in him? This month of the free Bible reading plan printable can be found at rachelwojo.com. I'll post the link in the show notes as well. But this is one way that you can be specific. It's also a way you can be intentional. You set a time every day and you read the scripture every day and focus on the Lord during your prayer time. I hope you've enjoyed some of these ideas on ways to be specific about building yourself up in the Lord. I want to move on to the last last two portions of the verse, strengthened in faith. Strengthened in faith. I want to share with you just a section of verses about being strong. Be strong and courageous. Do not be fearful or in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 and Nehemiah 8.10 says, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And Psalm 118.14 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. There's a tree that's been deemed the oldest tree in existence. It's believed to be over 5,000 years old. Now, I debate that by several hundred years because the flood is biblically estimated to have occurred about 4,400 years ago. So that means this tree is probably more like maybe 4,000 years old. But the moral of the story is that this bristlecone pine success, the Great Basin bristlecone pine, Its success in living a long life is attributed to the harsh conditions it lives in. Why is that? Because the growth of tree roots is all about the search for nutrients and the support of the tree's camp. I think that this tree is an incredible example of how we are to live our lives by digging deep roots, diving in to all that we God has for us and all that we can muster in order to search for what it is that God has for us in this living a life that is pleasing to him, that is honoring him, that is built up and strengthened in faith. I hope that this episode has encouraged you. I want to continue it next week with some more of the ways that we can be rooted in Christ, but for this episode. That is all I'm going to share. I leave you with Philippians 4.13, an encouragement that you can do all things through Christ because he is your strength. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. 
Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.